Well, good Tuesday afternoon, everybody. It's the 18th of January, and we're back to my What If series, and this is What If number two. It had to have been maybe the worst day in King David's life. There had been nothing but fame and fortune in his life following his decapitation of Goliath. But things were a bit rough when Saul was trying to kill him out of jealousy. But he survived and eventually became the king of Israel. Which was quite a jump to go from little brother herding the sheep to being king. One of those going from the outhouse to the penthouse kind of stories, I guess. However, the worst day of his life was when his son Absalom was marching to Jerusalem with his own army with the intent of taking over the throne, which usually meant decapitating the existing king. So it was one of those what goes around comes around kind of thing, I guess. Instead of David gathering his own forces to defend himself, he runs away. The title of the third psalm, which is actually in the Hebrew Scriptures, it says a psalm of David when he fled from his son Absalom. And the first two verses are very clear. Quote, Lord, how my enemies have increased. Many are rising up against me. Many are saying of my soul, there's no salvation for him in God. End quote. You see, Absalom is attempting a coup d'etat, and it would have been a bloody battle with actually no winner. I mean, either Absalom survives, but in doing so, kills his father. He'd already killed his half-brother, Amnon, who had raped his sister, Tamar. Or he kills himself. Or he himself is killed. So things are quite unsettled in David's family which proved to be far beyond David's abilities as a father. But notice what David says next in Psalm 3, quote, But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, and the one who lifts my head. I was crying out to the Lord with my voice, and he answered me from his holy mountain. I lay down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord sustains me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves against me all around. This idea of God being a shield around us is actually mentioned a number of times in a number of passages. So here is today's what if. What if God is truly a shield around you and you knew nothing would impact your life without his knowledge and his permission? I'll never forget this passage because of what happened to me on the night after I preached a message on the passage in the Sunday evening service at Henson Memorial Baptist Church in Portland, Oregon, on October the 18th, 1981. 
uh, it was a big deal for the youth pastor to get to preach at Henson in any service. So I worked on what I thought was a really good message. And it actually all went well until I was driving home. It was a rainy night as I headed home on the four-lane road. I think it was Foster Boulevard. Uh, feeling good about being able to preach when suddenly, out of nowhere, a person wearing a brown leather coat stepped in front of my car and I hit her instantly. Other than the coat, the only other thing I remember was her having a head of gray hair and was an elderly woman. My front bumper hit her as I was going 35 miles an hour in my Honda Civic. Her body flew up, and her head hit my windshield as she flew over my car, landing on the pavement. In absolute shock, I pulled over to the side of the road, and I sat in my car, stunned. Almost immediately, it seemed, an ambulance and a fire truck were on the scene with the woman lying in the street and me still shaking in my car, greatly afraid that I'd killed her. Eventually, the EMT came over to my car, and I rolled down my window. <laughs> he was actually a guy from, from our church. He told me she was alive, and she was trying to stand up. However, her leg was broken. He took my name and information, and he said I could leave. Apparently, she was seriously drunk and was walking in the road carrying a lime jello mold with whipped cream on top, and she stepped away from the vehicle heading toward her, stepping right in front of my car with her back to me. Now, I found some of that lime jello mold and whipped cream inside my car because the windshield was broken in, uh, cutting my knuckles on the hand gripping the steering wheel. And it also happened that the next day I found her earrings inside my car. Well, I got to tell you, that was a sleepless night for me. Our first son had just celebrated his first birthday and instead of rejoicing in that event, I was gripped with fears of what might happen next to me for hitting this drunk elderly woman walking down the middle of a four-lane road on a dark and rainy night. And then I remembered the passage that I had just preached earlier that evening. The Lord is a shield around me. And now I had to trust and see if that would be true or not. As it turned out, she actually survived the accident with only a broken leg. And I found out where she lived, and I returned to her caretaker the earrings I found in my car. That accident taught me the lesson of this passage. I declared to God in prayer that I believed he was a shield around me, and the accident only happened because he allowed it to pass through his shield to impact my life for a reason. 
So what if God really is a shield around you? And nothing will happen in your life without his allowing it to happen. And if that is true, as the Bible teaches us, then no matter what happens, we can be able to thank him by faith that he continues to be a shield around us to protect us from evil. If not, then the painful circumstances of our lives can cause us to become bitter. The shield is there, but it does not keep us protected from the consequences of our own bad choices. So are there times when he has to discipline us as a loving father disciplines his children? Yes, he does, but it shows us his love for us because he is teaching us how to live just as we teach our children how to live and for them to not make mistakes or foolish choices. Instead of seeing your life as a tragic mistake, what would it mean for you to believe that God is and has been a shield around you and begin giving him thanks even for the difficult lessons that we need to learn? This is John Doyle with 180 Podcasts. God bless you, my friends. Take care. And we'll talk again tomorrow with the third what if. Take care and goodbye.